you're on the air. Hello? Hello, how are you? I'm very good, how are you? Good, how can I help you? I just wanted to call and say thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, this is John Edward calling. I'm so humbled that you invited me on your show. Thank you so much, and good luck. Thank you. you you're the best. All because right. that's, you are All so right. right. You're right on the tee. You have not said nothing that I don't know anything about. Your colors are fantastic. That's wonderful. You know, I feel a lot more comfortable. I felt good tuning in. Uh, I just got good energy when the reminder of the show came across my profile. And uh, the fellow hosting it has had really great guests and good energy. And, you know, it it, it feels really good. Uh, May everybody's heart's desires uh, be divinely blessed. Good. Good. Thank you. I want to thank you so much for giving me a chance to be on your show. I really enjoyed it. Uh, thank you so much, Tori, for joining me. Oh, it was a pleasure. We could have done two hours, Michael, you know? <laughs> One more. One okay. More. Please, don't be me. It is you, dear, 727. Oh my God! I was, I didn't think I was talking to anybody. <laughs> you were talking to Michael. Oh I my God! Good evening, everybody. It is Tuesday, July twenty fourth, two thousand and twelve. You are listening to Be the Light Now Radio. I'm your host, Reverend Michael. Hopefully, everyone's had themselves a wonderful day today. Mine was interesting as always. Always a blessing every day you wake up, meet some wonderful new people, and uh, run home, rest a little bit, and get ready for a wonderful radio show. And no, uh, if you're looking over at it, it is not a 25-hour and 59-minute radio show tonight. Blog Talk is having issues, so I guess the clocks are a little little messed up. Uh, Just our normal time. 
So we'll let you know when we're getting ready to end the show. So, you know, but that's one of those things. Seems like when Mercury is in retrograde, we have BTR issues. So we just go with the flow. But yeah, you're not you're not imagining things. It's not going to be a really long show today. We have ourselves, as usual, a phenomenal guest. Uh, let me go ahead and find her in the queue. Cause to, if you want to try to get in, uh, give us a call right now at 347-539-5349. Uh, we've had quite a few people waiting up to 15 minutes as usual before the show even started. So, uh, you know, if you want to take a shot at it, give us a call at 347-539-5349. We'll see if we can go ahead and get you on the air as well. So just be patient with us. And I kid around sometimes and I tell everyone that I'm the psycho psychic. You know, they did a typo, you know, on the business cards that it's supposed to say psycho instead of psychic. So we have with us tonight, she's called the sane psychic, Joyce Jackson. Hello, Joyce. Good evening, Michael. How are you? And thank you for having me on the show. Oh, it's my pleasure having you on here. Doing wonderful tonight. Great. Well, I'm glad to be here. I have listened to the show for a long time. It is fabulous, and I'm honored to be a guest and for all of your listeners. So uh, this is exciting. Just so, uh, show me where to go. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll get to know you a little bit for a while, like we normally do. Okay. So how did you ever come up with the name The Sane Psychic? Well, Insane was already taken, Michael, so uh, no, I'm just kidding. Um <laughs> We are, you know, it comes from, um, Michael, what people were constantly telling me uh, the difference was in coming for a reading with me, in chatting with me, in getting guidance from me. Um, I first thought people were telling me I was boring, and so the boring psychic didn't play very well. But, again, my background, Michael, has played very heavily into all of this, and I tend to have a very positive um, yet calming effect on people and see things from a very practical perspective. I, you know, I have a background. I spent years as an architect and an engineer. I'm the mom next door. And it's almost like talking to a long-lost friend, I've been told. And so I have a very good copywriter, and we came up with that. Oh, very interesting. So um, how how did you know that you've had your abilities? Um, I actually went through a traumatic event in my life, Michael, in... I had no idea. I woke up one morning and I had a lot of people and visitors around my bed and thought I had partied too hard the night before. And through a trauma, they just all showed up. They were very overwhelming at the time. And um, I then latched on to a great mentor of mine who calmly walked me through it. And uh, that's how it all began. Because it was very troubling for me to have all of these abilities all at once and coming from such a, you know, analytical mental background as architecture and engineering, I started to give readings almost as a calming effect for myself. If I could give readings for my friends and family at the time and others, it actually helped me start to deal with 
a lot of the things that I was experiencing I could do. So how long did it take you to accept your abilities? Well, I st- <laughs> there are days today, Michael, where I still wonder what I'm doing, so maybe maybe never. But I will tell you, I've been doing this professionally now for years, and um, there is at least um, a confidence in what I do. There's a knowing now in what I do, and I thank the powers that be every day that I have these abilities. So what's the one good thing that you like about uh, doing this kind of work? Um, I I help people. I get people that literally grab me and hug me after being in tears that, in fact, um, certain things in their life are going to turn out okay, that they can go ahead and get on top of their lives. Uh, it's the best thing I've ever done. You know, Michael, I've put buildings up as an architect all over this planet, and 20 years later they get torn down. But when I can help people see clearly that they have choices, that that they do have value, and that there is a light at the end of the tunnel, um, uh, it's fabulous. It's fabulous. So what's the one thing that you least like about doing this work? Well, um, sometimes the responsibility that goes along with it, Michael. I feel a tremendous responsibility in in relating what I see um, and, and telling that to people. And sometimes when it's it's hard, sometimes when it's not what they want to hear, um i am still responsible for that um and and it's not so much telling them the truth michael it's finding a way to deliver it in which they can they can deal with it and accept it that's the hard part um when when you know that's the hard part when there's heartbreak associated with it that that's the hard part. I have not been able to determine how to keep that separate from myself. It you know, um that's the hard part. Yeah, it's always hard to, to deal with that. It it really is. People call you for guidance. People call you because they want you to tell them it's gonna be okay. They want you to tell them that despite what they see and what the odds are that so-and-so is a good person or it's all going to work out. And sometimes when when you don't, yeah, being the messenger sometimes is is hard. So um, when you do medium readings, how do you uh, communicate with spirits? Um, I actually see the other side on the other side of a picket fence. And usually... Um, they can come over to the picket fence and talk to me as if they were, you know, in my backyard. And we just have conversations. And sometimes they come on their own, Michael. Sometimes they bring, you know, all kinds of friends and groups. And they always stay on their side of the fence. You know, they'll put their arms over it and we'll talk and have a conversation. Um, That is how they come to me. Now, the only time... Somebody came on the other side of the fence when I was doing a reading for somebody who wanted to go ahead and talk to a favorite pet that had passed on. 
and the dog actually had run around to this side of the fence <laughs> and done its business on my fence and then came and sat next to me as we spoke. But uh, for the most part, I actually see them through a visual, uh, this this fence, this visual block that keeps them where they're at. Sometimes I'll also sense energies of people in the room. Um and I also sometimes, Michael, see some some people in spirits that are looking, that are lost, that, that ask sometimes for assistance to help be crossed over. That's got to be interesting work. Well, I'll tell you, they are really, there are some really fabulous conversations that, that I have had with some people. Um, most of the time they um, they find me, because they're afraid to cross over. It's not that they don't want to, they're afraid. And I think this is part of the the, the sanity piece or this, uh, of the same psychic Michael in that literally some of them just want me to hold their hand and tell them it'll be okay. And then they go. Um, and it's nothing more than that. So um, I think there's a, a level of comfort um, that I can bring to both sides. Now, have you ever had uh, any spirits come through who have, you know, who have crossed over? Um, well, explain that a little bit more. Who have uh, entered the light and decided to come here? They had a message to someone. Oh, I I am not tuned into those frequencies specifically. When someone else has those experiences, Michael. They will go ahead and relate those to me, and I'll be able to either ver- tell them or verify or clarify it. But I, there are certain things I know I'm not dialed into as yet, and that's one of them. Uh, another, for example, is that I, I have a colleague that does a lot of angel work, and she's fabulous, and she sees and works with angels all the time. I don't vibrate at those angelic frequencies. I, I tend to see more energies and spirits than that okay yeah that's, that's why uh as you know we bring on different guests so mm-hmm. people get to see different ways that people read and how they communicate right right i will mo- i will see energies i will then uh tune in primarily intuitively and empathically and then I'll start to see images and movies and 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 things like that. Um, when when spirits really do show up, I again see them more energetically than not. And you also do uh, tarot cards and all too. You have different tools that you use. I I do primarily. Oh, I'm giving away my secrets. You you have a scoop tonight. Most of the time I don't use tools at all, but okay. there are some people when they come for readings, f- frankly, Michael, just like to see me use them. So I can use tarot. I use those a lot. Um, I have some different sets of oracle cards that I use depending upon the individual. I use shaman stones, and I can also read runes. So it just depends on what somebody's looking for when they come to see me. Okay. Yeah, that's the same thing with me, except I don't read stones or uh, runes. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, and, you know, and a lot of it, especially with the stones, 
a lot of it's just intuitive for me as well. Well, good. Well, do you want to take a couple of calls and see if we can help out? Sure. Okay. Okay, let's bring on Chris from Oklahoma. Hello, Chris. Hi. Chris, good evening. How are you? Pretty good. And yourself? Great. Chris, I key in on first names, so just spell yours for me, will you? Uh, C-H-R-I-S-P-O-P-H-E-R. Okay, and you go by Chris, right? Uh-huh. Okay, Chris, what's your question? Well, um, I was just wondering what Spirit wanted me to know the most about the steps I'm taking toward my life purpose. Okay. Well, the first thing that's coming through, Christopher, is congratulations on asking, because most people would just go ahead and go down the road and figure out what they wanted to do and then go in and ask Spirit if it's correct or not. (laughs) But you've done it the correct way. I mean, you've done it the way to get your most positive confirmation. You've asked first, and then they've They've started to tell you the only thing, the answer is yes, Chris. The only thing is sometimes it's overwhelming, some of the answers you're getting, isn't it? A little bit, yeah. Okay, Chris, a lot of it. (laughs) A lot of it, yeah. I mean, some of this is so huge, you're overwhelmed by it. It's like this enormous elephant, Chris, has come in the room, and you're going, oh, my gosh, are you kidding? Is that me? Okay. Pretty much. Yeah, and so, Chris, the first thing is, the answer is yes, you are that person, but there's two things I want to tell you. Go back in and and say, okay, I get it, I get it, but now tell me what my next simplest, single, easiest next step is to be to get there. You've gotten the big picture, Chris, and you're sitting here going, oh, my gosh, you know, you've got to be kidding. When, in fact, Chris, remember, how do you eat an elephant? Uh, I don't think you do. (laughs) You do, Chris, one small bite at a time. Okay. (laughs) And so go in and ask your guides and ask spirit every step of the way for, what's my next small step? Okay. When that occurs, and go, okay, what's my next step? And then the other thing, Chris, remember, if they give you something and you don't understand it, Mm -hmm. go back in and say, okay, explain this to me. I don't understand this. And this way, number one, you're going to feel... You're going to feel more of a participant, not so much like you've been thrown in a river and being just, you know, buffeted along. Does that make sense? It does. Okay. And then finally, Chris, you'll get on top of what I call the negative ego. You know, the one that you really hate is the bombastic ego, the person that thumps their chest. I am the greatest. And you're like, oh, yeah, yawn, right. (laughs) But in this case, Chris, you've gotten so much of the elephant, you sit there and you go, are you kidding me? Are you sure it's me? And that's what I call negative ego, and that is holding you back even more than if you were the bombastic chest thumper. The answer, Chris, is yes, it is you. And yes, those are the things you are to do here. Congratulations. 
just simply take them one step at a time. And when you when you need to make more money with it, say, okay, great, I get it. How can I make some money with this? How can I make a living now doing as close to what you want me to do while I get there? And start to dialogue with them, Chris, because this is what you're supposed to do. Make sense? It does. What else can I do for you? Well, um, recently this one guy has come into my life, and I was just wondering if I should pursue that or not. Um, yes. All of your initial senses uh, are absolute. Well, hmm, here's the deal, Chris. I'm not going to tell you to pursue it. I'm going to tell you if you choose to, it will it will be all of what your in, initial senses tell you to do. Does that make sense? I believe so. Okay, well, here's the deal, Chris. I'm not going to tell anybody what to do because right. it's your life and your free will and your choice. Exactly. Does this have good energy if you choose to pursue it? Absolutely, yes. Okay. And it's everything you think it is. Okay? Okay. Yeah, it's it's very good. All right. It's very good. I will tell you, Chris, they have very high integrity, which is very important to you. Um, they, they're they very honest, um, and they also do what they say. What you see is what you get with this individual. Does that make sense? It does, yes. So any... Um, any reticence that you have, any past experiences you have where you think you've been um, lied to before, just close the door on those. That is not this individual or whatever it is they bring to the table. It is not them. They are completely different. Okay. And you you can trust them implicitly. Okay. Fabulous, fabulous. Don't tell anybody, Chris, but I lived in Oklahoma for 10 years. It's my one of my deepest kept secrets. <laughs> I loved like it. it. <laughs> I did. I loved it. I found the people there fabulous. I, the weather almost, you know, the weather almost killed me, and the people right. are fabulous. Right. It's only down mm-hmm. part. like the weather is crazy. It is. It is. <laughs> what part of Oklahoma do you live in? I'm uh, around Tulsa, Oklahoma. Oh, I went to high school in Tulsa. Gosh. Anyway, Chris, what else can we do for you tonight? Um. Okay, it's like I know I don't need to get hung up on names, but it's like, um, can you tell me the um, names of my guardian angels? Um. Do you know that? Well, first of all, Chris, you know you're protected, don't you? I do. You're divinely protected. And you're protected by a couple of the heavy hitters. Do you know that? Um, that's what, what I've I, what been I getting. Okay. Um, Gabriel, uh, Archangel Gabriel is definitely watching your back. Do you know that? I did not. Okay. Um Behind him, all you have to do is call him. Michael is there as well. Do you know that? I do. Okay. Um, 
and then you've got two other angelic guides on either side of you. Have you asked them their names before? Uh, sadly, I have not yet. Okay. The one that is kind of behind you and on the left, and this is how I get them, so bear with me. The first, his, the first initial of his name starts with a T. Now, usually when I ask guides, um, Chris, their names, a lot of people get this, but I usually allow you the discovery piece. So the one on your left, their first name begin, begins with a T, and it tends to be a male presence. Okay? And then you've got another guide on your right that I pick up as a feminine energy, and the the one... Her name starts with an R, and I've I've got a couple of names. I've already got them, but I I don't know if you want to discover them or not. Um, either way, I mean, it's not well, happening one, one on way the, or the other. Yeah. Um, I think we'll no, I think we'll leave it at that because sometimes they'll come through as Latin. Sometimes they'll come through in different dialects. The one on the left starts with a T, and the one on the right starts with an R. Okay. And the one on the right's a feminine energy as well. Okay. Wow, I did not know about Gabriel. Okay. Yeah, he's kind of oh, I see him clearly there. It has to do with your purpose. It has to do with the work you're doing. Okay. Okay. Fabulous. Very nice. Right. And when I tell you you're divinely protected, please don't go out and drink oh, yourself into uh, oblivion and then get in your car and drive 100 miles an hour down the exactly. freeway. Exactly. Okay. Right. But you do, and I'm being shown, Christopher, that there was there's already been a couple of instances in your life that have proven this where – there were almost like some near misses or something. You might know more of what that means. I'm I'm not sure, yeah. but you have you have a very good sense that this is so. And please draw more strength from it. Okay. Uh, especially on days, Chris, where you don't think things are moving forward for you, and you think things are hard. Be rest assured the energies are already swirling around. Everything is moving forward, even when you can't see it. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. You have fabulous energy, young man. Thank you. (laughs) This is great. What else, Christopher? Um, I think that's it. You don't have an Oklahoma accent, young man. I don't. I mean, I've been here all my life, but... Okay. Fabulous. Michael, I'll turn it yep. over to you if you want to follow up here. Oh, nope. Everything sounds good. I've got somebody in the chat room who actually is like, he sounds familiar. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. So, but uh, let us know how everything goes for you, Chris. Will do. Have a great night. Thank you so much. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Okay. Yeah, it, it definitely has a lot going on for him. Yeah, I'll tell you. Uh, and and um, I get a lot of calls like this, Michael, where p- 
people are listening, people are asking, and then they get the picture of what they're supposed to do, or at least part of the picture, and it's it's impactful, it's significant, um, it's usually not what they've been doing, and and it frightens them. It it's it's daunting, and so to know that you, it is you, and you're okay in that process, is really the message. Let's go ahead. We'll um, bring on Maria from Virginia. Hello, Maria. Hi. Thank you so much. Um, my question is, um, I hope it's not general, but I'm wondering how I will do, how things will turn out for me if I stay on the path that I'm on versus if I choose another option. Michael, Maria, I got to tell you, darling, you're you're kind of going in and out. I did not hear your question at all. Oh, my, is this better? Thank much, you. Yes, much better. Okay, um, my question is is how if I stay on the path that I'm on now, um, where will I go versus if I maybe choose a different path, do things that I'm afraid of doing? Um, how will things turn out for me? I hope that's not too general of a question. It, it well, it it is, but we'll start with some general answers, okay? Okay. And then, as you want to go into some details, Maria, we can. Um, I tend to key in on a very specific question. It's like a, a can opener that opens the lid for me. Um, this is relative to your career, correct? Mostly, yes. Okay, great. Um, the path, the career path, the path that you think that you're on right now, Maria, is very and uh, it's it's safe. But darling, it doesn't make your heart sing by any stretch of the imagination. Um, you don't get up every morning and go, "Yes, I get to go to work and I'm doing everything I want to do," and this makes my heart sing, and all of that. And Maria, for you. Heart sing is just screaming at me. Okay, make your heart sing. This other thing that ke- it, it's not so much Maria that it's there, but it keeps coming back. It doesn't go away, does it? No. It's like you're on redial, darling. If you if you pick up the phone and you don't like the message, you hang it up. But the phone keeps calling you back. And the reason it's calling you back, darling, is because you're supposed to listen to it. Okay? Is it scary? Heck yes. Okay? And so that's part of, Maria, why you have your guides there. You can ask them, you know, maybe just before you go to sleep at night, are you sure this is what you want me to do? And put a little notebook by your bed little cheap notebook because they'll start to give you answers in your dreams. Sometimes also, Maria, I see when you drive, you you meditate. You just, you just arrive at your destinations, don't you? And you're like, yeah. oh, I'm here. Okay? Kind of. And, and, okay, so you'll start to get your answers, but the fact of the matter is, Maria, that's on redial, and that's really part of what you're here to do. And yes, it is scary, and yes, 
it, it's unknown, but there's plenty of help for you if you decide to go that route. And again, I want to make sure, Maria, you understand what I'm saying if you decide to go that route. If you continue to stay where you're at, you know, it's, it could be a it could be a good secure life and there's nothing wrong with that maria there's not if that's what you decide to do if you go this other way and you go and do what your heart wants you to do what you're being redialed to do i will tell you you will also be successful at it um there are just certain steps, again, that you'll be guided to take. It's really a matter of do you want to do it or not. And the other thing, Maria, is you don't have to decide by breakfast tomorrow morning. Take some time to think about it. Ask them for some clarity. What would this look like? You know, what would this be? And and get a, a bit more comfortable with it. The other thing that's coming through, Maria, is as well... If you decide to go that way, it's not an either or proposition. You don't have to you don't have to drop everything you're doing now. You don't have to starve. You don't have to go into pauper mode. Okay? Um don't confuse service fun, you know, with servitude, if that makes sense. In other words, your preconceived notions, Maria, your fears are what's keeping you from even picking up the phone and fully listening to who, what, when, where, and how you could do that. Does that now that's what I'm getting in general. We can jump into any details or specific questions you have, my dear. Well, the the path that I'm on now um isn't making me enough income. Okay. And I feel I I I wanted I wanted to work on a freelance basis, and I'm a creative person. This is what I should be, and I want to work on a freelance basis. But I I literally don't make enough income. It doesn't seem to matter what I do, and, and you know, and sometimes it's like, well, gosh, I shouldn't be doing this, or why am I doing that? And you know, right. I, I I've cut back on, you know, I'm trying every which way I can to make an income. It's not that's not working, and right. I've cut back on my expenses, and I'm, I'm still not making ends meet. Right. It doesn't seem to matter what I do. <laughs> right, right, right. I would suggest, and that's because, again, that's part of trying to get your attention, Maria. There, There's two things, Maria, when I look at it. Number one, in terms of of income, is this the only thing you've ever done what you're currently doing now, Maria? Um, no. I but it's, okay. it's but I, I I do a couple of different things and um I work in the service industry and I've done that for a while but I've done other things as well. Okay. Inclu- okay. Including what okay. I want to do. There's there's two things at play here that I see. Number one Again, when we're not doing certainly what we're supposed to be doing, there's always an energetic block there. But the interesting thing about the income thing, Maria, is is also just if you want to stay in the human part, what I call the FUDs, FUDs, F-U-D-S, fear, unhappiness, doubt, and stress. The other, there's a half of the equation is, again, 
making your heart sing, but the other half of the equation are just some personal human FUDs that are a little bit in the way, Maria, as well. I mean, you've worked really hard your whole life. There's there's a, a block there, darling, that, that has to do with deservingness with you. Yes, darling, you do deserve to make a lot of money. Yes, darling, you do deserve to be able to be in the flow of money and not only have enough, but have extra. Okay, and I know that that when you sit at night, deep down inside at 2 a.m., um, that's got a little bit of play there. So, darling, I'm here to tell you your energy is for success. You do deserve all of the great things in life, and even if you stayed in the service industry, by just closing your eyes and almost dissolving those blocks in front of you, you can start to make more money very quickly as well. Because you are fabulous, Maria, and you are smart, and you do work hard. And all of those things are there for you, unequivocally. So if I go down this other path, how long would it be... And, I mean, I really, I really gave it my all. How long would it be before I could support myself on it? Um, I'm seeing an energy of about of a build of about 18 months, and somewhere between 18, I'm getting 24, maybe 28 months. Maria, a real solid you could you could not only live off it but start to use it to build it to build out, do whatever else you want with it. By about twenty eight months you could go ahead and sustain it, most certainly, or even decide to build it out even even larger. But there's a there's a an initial set it all up, whatever that means, of about six to eight months. Get the prime mm-hmm. pump going, get the pump I'm sorry, go ahead. Get the get the pump going at about eight to eighteen months, and then once the pump is going, you're just maintaining it. I will tell you, there's nothing psychic here to tell you that because that's pretty fast getting a business going, especially since I've built one over twenty years. That's pretty good, and that's a good focus. And after about twenty-eight months, you could do what you want with it. You could just leave it and almost in some ways, Maria, just let it churn as it is or even decide to expand it after 28 months very nicely. Um, Because I will tell you, you've got the energy, you resonate the energy of entrepreneurism. You resonate the energy of being able to have the personal drive and ambition to see it through. Um. You just naturally have that energy around you. You're a natural entrepreneur um, if you want to use that. It, it's it's fabulous. It, I love seeing this kind of energy, Maria. You, uh, Unless you staple yourself to the floor for the next five years, you can't fail. <laughs> so, so where does the money come from initially, the little seed money that I can't seem to scape together? Um... There may be someone who believes in you. There may be, um, there's not, you don't need a lot. I will tell you that. That's 
very, very good on your part, and you've thought this through 100%. There may be somebody that is willing to float it to you in exchange. There may be what I call a, 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 a temporary. There's another individual. There's another energy and another presence. And they're almost going to be, I see them as a seed, Maria. They're almost going to be like a seed for you. Um, and they they believe in you, and they will offer you, I'm not going to tell you it's a business partner. It could be, but it could almost be like somebody who comes on to work it with you just to get it going and who exits in 18 months with their investment back and some. I don't know, but there's another individual that's present because it's definitely it's definitely not your initial money I'm seeing here, if that makes sense. You know, it, it totally makes sense, but how do I I don't think I know this person, do I, or how do I meet them? Start start to think just start to keep one, keep your eyes open. No, I don't see that you know them. Keep your eyes open. Just start to mm, net. Oh boy, darling, this one's a little nebulous. Network groups, entrepreneurs, business people. Marie, I'm going to tell you, you're not going to find them tomorrow. But if you start keeping your radar up, you're going to find them within the next 90 days. And I've never met them before. No, this is not anybody you know currently right now I'm seeing. Okay. And that's a good and that's a good thing. Fresh fresh energy, fresh blood. Yeah. You're going to get to know them, you're going to talk to them. They're going to not only you just don't have an idea, darling. You've thought this through. You already know how this is going to work, don't you? Um I, I do, and I and somehow I don't. I just can't imagine myself being successful. It's a problem. Right, and that's and that's why this is going to take ninety days because one, that's part of the energy you're going to have to dissolve. That's part of the blocks, Maria. That you just simply, you know, at night just see these walls in front of you as brick or concrete walls. I don't care what they are, and just mentally dissolve them. They'll go very, very quickly for you. That's the only thing in your way. Well, okay. Are are your blocks, and your blocks are there because of your FUDs. And this is no judgment on anybody's part, Maria. We all have them. It's part of our human experience. Okay, fear, unhappiness, death, and stress. Just dissolve them. It's what we all did to get our own dream going. Hey, Maria, you know what we call it when you move ahead in fear, when you move ahead and go, okay, I'm still going to do this. You know what we call that? No, what do you call it? Courage. Courage. And you have more than anybody right now. Just remember that, okay? Okay. You can do it, darling, if you take the first step. What is the first step? Well, dissolving your blocks. Okay. Number sense. one, dissolve your blocks. Number two, Maria, it's not going to hurt you if you just start to look for 
business groups, groups of entrepreneurs just to go to one night a month or something. Okay. Is it okay is it okay to tell them what I'm doing right now? <laughs> you can or you can play it close to the chest. I don't see any energetic difference for you. Okay. Yeah, you know, play it as comfortable as you need to. Okay. You know, uh, I'm I like these groups, Maria, because I can go ahead and um listen to everybody else and tune into their energy and then see who I want to meet later on over coffee with and just talk one on one with. Okay. Do you have a website? Uh, I do, Michael. How do we do that on your show here? Um, just go ahead and uh, let them know, you know, over the air what it is, and the uh, co-host will go ahead and put it in the chat room too. Oh, okay, Maria. This is this this is very very simple. It's called thesanepsychic.com. Oh, that's easy to remember. Okay, <laughs> really is. No, that part's not <laughs> rocket science, darling. <laughs> Okay. Well, I, I appreciate you giving me the first few steps. I'm definitely going to take your advice. Well, thank you. And, you know, check in with your guides, you know, and check in with your heart. That's yeah. the true guide here, darling. So let us know how it uh, works out for you. Okay. Thank you, Michael, and thank you. You're welcome, Darren. If you're in the Terrific. chat room, uh, the, uh, uh, Arlene just went ahead and posted the link in the chat room, too. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much. Alrighty. You're welcome, Derek. Bye. And Michael, let me know if I'm if I'm exceeding any time limits here. I could pull this information out for hours, which is just what you want, right? <laughs> oh, that's that's fine. You're doing a great job. It's um, you know it's the information that people need to hear, so it's not a problem. All right. Oh, he's been patiently waiting his turn. Let's bring on Vince from L.A. Hello, Vince. Hi, how are you? Doing great. How can we help you? Well, I wanted to find out uh, job-wise. <clears throat> I went for um, I went for a job testing for a paper company two weeks ago. And the last week they brought me in because they passed the test. They brought me in for an interview, and they said they'll let me know next week. So I'm wondering if you see me getting this job and also, too, I applied for a job, and I had an interview about two months ago with a soda company, and they said as soon as there's an opening in my field that they want to bring me aboard, and there was last week I applied for it, and then I talked to my friend in the HR, and she said she was going to elevate my resume to the hiring manager, and I haven't heard anything yet, so I'm just wondering if you see um, either job coming through anytime soon because I'm down to next to no money and bills piling up and I don't know what I'm going to do. Right, right. August, you're going to get it you're going to get them in August and quite frankly Vince, I got to tell you this is kind of neat because I actually see both of them coming through. Now one's going to come through before the other one, but it's kind of like uh, this is great. Congratulations in advance when it rains it pours. You you're yeah. going to get one and you're going to take it and then the other one's going to come through and you're going to go, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> but it's all really, really good. August, August, August. Um, I actually, both of these jobs are such that if you were to accept them, you could be working before the end of August as well. See, it's not like 
they bring you on in August and you have to wait till September. Right. So, but both of them are very, very good. Um, both of them are good. Do you prefer the soda company job? Yeah, because I have a lot more experience in that field and everything there from running to the machines to, to sanitation and chemicals and all that stuff. So, um, and I and I think what they when I was interviewed for that position, the hiring manager said he really loved my genuine. I was a very genuine person, and and I am a very straightforward person. I tell it like it is type of thing. Yeah, no, and that's to your advantage, Vince. I got to tell you, um, to have somebody like that in this particular kind of job, in a lot of ways, is so important to them. I mean, oh my God. It, I have to tell you, a lot of times, this particular position with this company, it's like a revolving door. They have a really hard time filling it with good, I mean, you get a job, Vince, and you want to work. You're going to work hard. You're not going to be an issue. You're going to do a really great job. It's hard for them to find people like you. And so that plays very, very well in your favor. Listen, I will tell you, boy, it's been a long it's been a long struggle these last few years, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it has been. Well, I'm ending I'm I'm funny, um there there's also like uh from a previous job there's there's um there's what do you call uh, a lawsuit that's uh still pending. It's a workman's comp suit and we're supposed to be going to trial um sometime in September for a settlement. Um, but my lawyer's trying to find my lawyer's trying to get them to settle out of court and the first settlement they offered me was uh insulting and it was three thousand dollars, so he said no way. <laughs> so yeah. we're, we're we're looking at a trial date and sometime in September. The end of September, so I'm I'm hoping that turns out well for me. Um I, if I can get at least enough money to just pay off all my debts and get moving ahead um with other things. And once I get this job that's going to put pay the bills and put food on the table and everything, then I won't then I can really focus and concentrate on the other things I want to do, which is the writing and the acting. Yeah, I will tell you that that's a, that's about what I'm seeing. It is all going to get better and there is solidity. I'm seeing a lot of granite, a lot of rocks under your feet. So, yes. Um as a matter of fact, you're on the other side of what I call the wormhole already. The worst is over, Vince. Yes. Um and that's a good thing. Um the the final pieces are going to be put together and it's really late fall. I, I know I heard you were in LA, but I'm seeing I'm seeing bare trees, you know, here so November ish is usually yeah. what what I see but is when you're really going to be able to go whew, glad that's all over and not just feel relief but really know it's in place. And I would just tell you that energetically, it feels really great Good. for you. And in the yeah, you're not going to have to go through anything like this again. Good. Well, the the settlement thing. Uh, do you see a certain amount of money coming my way? Well, I will tell you in advance that I am not an attorney. Um, and but I will tell you, your attorney does have very good energy. They know what they're doing. Is it a is it a is it a man? Yeah, yeah. Okay, he knows. 
Yeah, he knows what he's doing. Yeah, he knows what he's doing. And I do see you smiling when it's all over. So whatever that will mean for you, I have to tell you, Vince, I get... I work of one of the major network phone lines, and I, I get people. I'm in Atlantic City. Quick, where's the where's the winning you know slot machine tonight? Yeah. And I don't see those kinds of so numbers. I don't have that for you, but I do see you. I do see you smiling, and and that's a good thing. Okay. When I look cool. at um, the finances around. Okay. Um, sorry whatever it is you had to go through because I know that was trying and there's yeah, not yeah. enough money to compensate you for that. No. And, <sighs> and my wife has been going through a lot of health issues too but she's trying to get off of Advair because we found some information out of her just horrifying and she's hoping that there's a class action lawsuit against Advair because of the medical issues she's suffering. Mm. But she also has lupus and breast cancer too and she's fighting... So that that's wow. also a big factor, and it's just been hell on her as well as myself. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Oh, a couple of years ago, and I want to ask you this too. A couple of years ago, I was on the Price is Right, and it was two years ago. It was actually, I was on the Price is Right, and you can only appear on it every ten years, and that was my second time that I was on it. Well, what happened was I won my way on stage, and I played for a car, and I lost. And then on top of that, when I spun the wheel, the first spin I got, um, uh, $0.65. Cents. The second spin, it went one tick over the $0.35 cents mark, and I lost. But I'm wondering now, see, what happened is they're having their 40th anniversary special next season, this coming season, and they were asking for people who are former contestants who had heartbreaking stories to submit, and I did. And I'm just wondering if you see them calling me for a second chance. <laughs> yeah. Gosh, Vince, you're hilarious. Thank you for I, calling in tonight. I love this. This is great I energy. i got to tell you, yeah, you know, I am i don't watch television, but I'm going to tune in next year just so I can go ahead and see you. You know, I, I have to tell you that there's a fabulous energy. I'm not going to say you're going to be on the show, but they're going to put you in the audience, you know? Oh, that would be nice. That'll I mean, nice. they they're going to... You're so funny. I'm only going to tell you if you win or not, if you promise to give me some of the win. No, just kidding. Just kidding. Um, no, it's got a fabulous energy, and you enjoy this kind of thing anyway. Oh, yeah, you know what, Vince? You don't, you don't have enough fun and laughter in your life right now, and you, well, need, that's to, you of, need to, you yeah, need to eat a little more cake, bud, so to speak. Well, that's because the last few years have been hell, and I I haven't even had the money, the the gas money to drive to and from the comedy clubs to do what I really want to do, which is stand up and write yeah. and all that stuff. So, I I just been just sitting at home busy on the computer trying to do my writing and books and everything. But yeah, uh, I think all like that I will happen. You're, a, you're on the other side of that, Vince. You know, okay. enjoy some cake every now and then, and I will. mean that energetically. And, enjoy some cake. I definitely will. Will Obama win the election? <laughs> you don't need to be psychic to predict that. <laughs> no, I know. I'm hoping because the last thing we need is another whack, religious whack job in the in the <laughs> people have their hard-earned cash, you know. So oh, you're awfully funny. So you're we'll have to wait funny. and see on that one. Yeah, well, across the really, fingers. really. All right. Well, thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. All right, to talk to you. Mike, well, thank bud. you. 
You're All welcome, right. Vince. We'll talk to All you right. soon. Okay, bye-bye. Uh, he's got a good sense of humor. Yeah, it's, it's every now you know it's a fun part of what what I get to do every now and then, Michael. Yeah, it is it is a lot of fun um, helping out so many, and that's what I like about doing a radio show. It's uh, helping out so many people, and mm. couldn't couldn't make that possible without having wonderful guests on like yourself. Well, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. And thank you for this uh, forum because it uh, it helps, gets the the word out, and, and lets people know that there are alternatives for, if they're open to it, Michael, guidance that may come in non-traditional ways. Yes. And I see also you're on uh, Shea Parker's Best American Psychics also. I am. I am, which is how, uh, I guess in some ways, we were introduced. Um, a fabulous, fabulous group of individuals. And um, the the really cool thing, Michael, with that group of people, for your listeners, is that um, they, my colleagues are tested, just top-notch, top-of-the-rung individuals, uh, if anybody's looking for readings. Good group of people. Yeah, and we've, we've had quite a few of um, of your fellow uh, co-workers there on uh, the show as well. Uh-huh. So it's always, always fun. Yes. Always fun. Always fun. All righty then. Well, golly, I've taken up the entire hour. That happens. <laughs> So you want you to take to... another call? Uh, we can. Do we have time? Yeah. Yeah, we have a two-hour show, so. Oh, okay. Fabulous. Well, let's dive in then. Okay. Go ahead and help out Tina in New Jersey. Hello, Tina. Hi. Oh, my God. My battery is getting ready to run out, but I enjoyed the show. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Tina, what's your question? I would like to know what energy do you get from my amazing boyfriend, Corey? Corey, spell his name. C O R Y. How long have you been dating Corey, darling? Uh, a couple of months. I've known him a year. Okay, okay. Well, it's hard to say anything bad about him. You've only been really dating him a, a couple of months, and you're head over heels crazy for him. Absolutely. <laughs> and <laughs> you're so funny. Listen. He hasn't really said anything yet because he's a guy and a couple of other reasons, but he's he's he feels the same, Tina. Now, don't you play this playback for him, all right? That's our secret. Okay. Um, Tina, this is a very powerful connection, and I guarantee you he feels the same. It's, it's more than just a, a romance. I mean, you feel him spiritually, energetically, um, heart to heart. I mean, you two can sit in a room, Tina, and not even have to say a word to each other. You just feel complete. You don't even have to ever eat again if you don't want to. It's that fabulous. It is. It, 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 is. it really is. And it's what it's a very, very deep, deep, deep connection. When you get that type of connection, Tina, it is not only shared, which means you both have it, um, especially in this case, it's mirrored, which means it's the same intensity. 
the difference here is that you'll feel it and go, wow, I don't know what this is, but I love it. This is great. Give me more. Give me more. And Corey will feel it and go, wow, I don't know what this is, but this is scary. Okay? Yeah. And and so um, he, he, oh, boy, he also does not have the emotional vocabulary to talk about it. That okay. is so true. Do you have okay, a webcam so, in my house? You have a webcam because that is come all the way. <laughs> yeah, I have a webcam. No one's ever. I love that. May I use that from here on? My psychic webcam. Yes, you have uh, a webcam. Yes. All right. All the way. We are silent. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What happens is, Tina. First of all, you live, eat, breathe your emotions i mean and it's the wonderful part of you you talk about them all the time you you interact with people face to face you'll say something somebody will react you'll make sure they understand you that's really great yes okay Corey is your exact opposite not only ener- energetically but in personality i mean this is the ice man holy moly yes and, he is <laughs> and um and that's the first thing he's completely opposite you um which is part of the attraction that's really really great and as time goes on and there's any kind of conflict it's also going to be part of the issue Yes. Because you'll you'll want him to talk to you and he won't know how. Yes, true. Okay, because he he's um he just he's never developed nor has he been taught the emotional vocabulary to talk about it like you are. So he'll react to things as if he's oh god if he hears this. He'll react to things uh, it, silently, and if you really, really push him emotionally, he'll react like he's a little boy, like almost eight years old, because he just doesn't know how to do anything any differently. Wow. Well, what is your email? Because my phone is getting ready to click off. What is your email? Um, do I give that over the phone, Michael? Uh, it's up to you if you wanted to, or so you can visit uh, the website. You can you can go to my website, darling. The sane s a n e psychic. Yes, it, it, it's on there if you want to go ahead and connect with me that way. But he does feel it, Tina. If we lose you, he just—he's not going to tell you because it's—it's—it's it's, it's also an intensity that he's never experienced before. Wow. Okay, and so it throws him for a loop. And part of it—the it, scary stuff—is that. He'll try to figure it out, and he can't because it's a matter of the heart. He's going to go ahead and try to rationalize it in his brain, and sometimes he'll even pull away when it becomes too intense, like get real silent. Yes, he will. So do you see him coming around? Okay, um, for the next couple of days, do you, should I say something to him because I was giving him some space? Yeah, no, he needs his space. He doesn't really cave, you know, like some guys will go sit in a cave like, like a bear and hibernate, but he goes to his ice castle. Yes, and he, he does. Sits, and he sits in his ice castle for days at a time. Just let him sit there because when he's ready and, and he thinks he's got it figured out or at least the intensity goes away to where he can breathe again, then he comes back out. It's a pattern with him. Yes, it is. 
Yeah, it's a pattern with him. And it's always going to be a pattern with him. Okay, so just give him his space because I know that he really cares about me. I mean, the first thing he said was, oh, I'm your husband. We're getting married. I'm going to take care of you. I'm like, oh, my goodness. I just giggled. He's intuitive also. Right. Yeah. Well, that's part of your connection as well, Tina. He he feels your energy as you do his. Yes. And so at times like now when he when you feel that coldness, you will actually feel cold. That's when he needs yes. to go to his ice castle. Let him alone. Okay, so when we start spending more time together, just go do something else in the house or just let him be. Yeah, you just let him be. What when when his when this calms down, he starts to miss you. He starts to thaw. He starts to warm up. He comes back on his own, and he comes back on his own like nothing's happened. <laughs> yeah, then I, that happened the other day, and then I had an attitude. We lived down the street from each other, so because he was acting like that, I just kept jogging past him, so he was upset. <laughs> really? He, and he doesn't have any clue what's wrong. No, I was like, oh, did you want to act like that? Then I just kept jogging. So then we just we keep jogging past each other. Like, he keeps driving and I keep jogging. We are a mess. Right. He thinks you look at him and you think he's from Pluto and he thinks you're from Saturn. And, you know, it's, it's crazy making between you two. Uh, it's got good energy. If you two can understand the differences between you two and allow for those, even when there's conflict like that, it, it could be a good long-term relationship. Otherwise, you'll drive each other nuts. It's okay. I'll just start calling you every week. I'll take his no, money there and you call go. you every week. <laughs> yes, I will take his whole money and call you every week, and we will figure him out. There you go. I'll tell you. <laughs> okay, so just give him a couple of days, maybe go over there. Yeah, and yep. He'll be back. He'll be back, and he's going to act like nothing happened. And if you're in his face, he'll he'll get upset. Oh, no. Well, because he doesn't understand. One, he really doesn't understand how he pulls back. Because if he did, he could control it. Okay. Wow. And two, he doesn't understand the effect it has on you, Tina. What did I tell him? Well, he really doesn't understand that you need to be talked to. You know, that you need to relate to emotions all the time. If he understood that, he could try to do that more often, but he just doesn't know, and there's no judgment here. He just doesn't know. Okay. Okay? It's it's like asking you to do differential calculus. <laughs> okay, you'll go, okay, great, let me hire somebody to do that. You know, I'm I, not understand, I understand calculus. My major was pretty bad biology. Yeah, 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 absolutely. But you're not about to sit there till you're bored to tears and finish every every you know mutation. You know, yeah, you're just not. You're not wired to cross every I, cross every T and dot every I. Well, you know, when he feels more comfortable, like you know, when this leads to marriage and us living together, he'll feel he'll feel more comfortable. Yeah, what'll happen is the degree of his retreating will lessen. Okay, great. But he's always going to be wired to have to have quiet time. Okay, I understand. When you guys live together, it's not going to be that big of a thing because he'll just go shut himself in a room. Okay. But when you're dating and he just retreats, you don't see him for days. Yes, I didn't... 
I didn't understand that at first. I was upset. Yeah, exactly. And he doesn't, again, he's not telling you what's going on. He doesn't even have words for what's going on. And, again, there's no judgment. He just doesn't. It's just he's been doing it since he was a child. Yeah, and I asked him, I said, what's wrong with you? And he said, nothing. I was like, oh, God. So, yes, that's why I had to call and ask you because I, I do give him his face. Right, right. And you're always asking them questions about it, and you're always wondering. <laughs> you said yourself, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? And he's sitting here going, my God, she's never quiet. You know, what? what is she, you know, you could be speaking Greek or Latin <laughs> as much as he understands you. Okay? Yes. Okay. Oh, you're so funny. Oh, no, thank you. I'm happy you because you just described him to a T, and I'm like, I know he cares about me. I'm like, but what is this withdrawal? Oh, he really so. he really does because he's he's just, and it's going to be a while, Tina, and don't you shove this replay into his ear. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to say, you know what, I'm not going to say it's anything going to, now no. It's going to take him a while. I mean, part of Corey as well, there's a part of Corey that has some fears, and it's got to do with, being vulnerable, Aww. he's got some deep fears about bearing his soul to somebody. He's learned very early on, or at least he's decided that people you love, you have to be careful around because they have the, you know, they have the tendency to hurt you yeah. and leave you and things like that. And so he's going to be very cautious in in even acknowledging to himself he loves you, let alone tell you because of his past experiences. You're right. Oh my God, you are so right. You're right. I have oh. that I have that psychic webcam. You have that psychic webcam, yes. On a right on a ninety degree angle, yes you do. <laughs> <laughs> so like I said, you just let him be who he is, accept him for who he is. There are times where he drives you crazy. I get that. But that's him. And if it's any consolation, he feels the same about you, so you two are equal in that. <laughs> you think I'm driving him crazy, too? Sometimes. Sometimes. You know, like the other night with the jogging thing. <laughs> That was so funny. My daughter said that we are re like a reality show. As quiet as it is, it's just us two doing that. Nobody else sees us. <laughs> right, right. You know, and so we just leave that energy alone. Oh, well, I'm glad. Okay, I, I just had to understand because I was like, I know I didn't do anything to him. No, oh, yeah. no, 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 no. There, There's no doing. There's no doing. There's nothing wrong. It's just, again, two people. Now, keep in mind, Tina, when... All of when you two, you know, are dating years down the road, and all of this cuteness goes away, these same things will be issues for you. But you know if, what? That's fine because I'm a gregarious person, and I like to have my own space. So the okay. key thing that you said is, I always wanted a relationship to where we can be silent. So that's fine. He can have his space. I'll have mine. It's just a knowing. Okay. Yeah, that's it. That's that's it. That's him, and he's very comfortable with that. Oh. Okay, so you're saying maybe I should go over there on Friday or just wait until he says something? <laughs> just he'll he'll come out. He'll come out on his own. He'll he'll come out. I guarantee you. Let him poke his head out. Be patient. 
And look at this one just coming out the cave to say that and going back. Thank you. <laughs> well, that's just it. Michael's absolutely right. I hate the P word. I just Michael hate must patients. Be his cousin. Michael is his cousin back there. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I mean, you know, patience, I, I just hate it. I'm not going to tell anybody to have patience. But, Tina, let's be frank. Instant gratification isn't fast enough for you. Okay. All right. So with that with that in mind, with that in mind, you know, just be aware Corey will never be able to move as fast as you do. He's got windburn dating you. (laughs) You're so funny. What else, darling? Thank you. All right, darling. You're welcome, Dave. Have a good night. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure to meet you guys tonight. All right. Bye-bye. <laughs> It'd be really hard for anybody to keep up with her. I'll tell you, the, uh, you're absolutely right. She's got a fabulous energy base. Well, yeah, but, yeah. yeah, I hate you know telling everyone to be patient, too. Sometimes you just have to go ahead and do that because you can't get that instant gratification. That's right. and And it's just so hard it you know um, a lot of times michael actually um instant gratification if your listeners want to know here's a fun fact is actually part of our um our evolutionary past as human beings we are wired to get everything now and this goes back to you know caveman days where you get up in the morning you got to go out and get food. You bring it home, you eat, you sleep. You get up in the morning, you go get food. If you didn't get food on that day, you didn't eat, and you would die. And so it's we got to get it now, we got to get it now, we have to get it now. It does not serve us well in modern times, but it is still there. And if we don't control it, it's a crazy-making thing. And then we get patience, you know, ugh. I jump up and down in front of the microwave, Michael, and, scre- <laughs> and scream, <laughs> scream for it to hurry. So uh, it's not I my forte. I do that forte. sometimes, too. There you go. Not my forte. Anyway. So you want to take another call? Sure. If there's somebody waiting, let's chat. Okay. Bring on Crystal from Pennsylvania. Hello, Crystal. Hello. Hello, you're on the air. Hi, can you hear me? Yep. I can. Crystal, how are you? I'm good. How about yourself? I am fabulous. Thank you for asking. Crystal, why don't you spell your first name for me? It's C-O-Y-S-T-A-L. Fabulous. And what's your question? Um, I've been going through a whole bunch of different things, um, but I wanted to see where you see for me as far as career, and I have to make a move, a house move, and where you see that going. All right. Boy, Crystal, you've been going through a lot of changes for a while here now. Sure have. Oh, my God, it's been going on for, okay. Here's what's, first of all, this may help, and then we'll dive into the career and the move and all of that. Crystal, you're just being moved into this next phase of your life, okay? Mm-hmm. I will tell you, darling, it's fabulous. So any fears, worries, concerns you have, if if I could wave a magic wand, if I was a sorcerer, I would help you just dissolve them immediately. Um, there are still a few 
transitions you have to go through, like career and a move. It's not all over, but it almost is. So what happens, Crystal, when we do these things and we need to move into these new change areas, some of these things that have changed, you've willingly let go, and some of these things you haven't changed, it's been painful because they're gone anyway, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Okay. You will see in the near future, Crystal, that even the things that seem to have been taken away from you were not doing you any good anyway. So what's happened is energetically you've had this major tornado go through your life and clear it out to make room for all of these really great things that are coming. Mm-hmm. What is it you okay, let's look at career. What is it you do you do for a living? Right now, I used to work for my family's business, uh, but yeah. my mom and I, it was very difficult working together. So right now, I'm not working, and that's scary. Right. Okay, and that's why I don't see and, and I don't see you laser-targeted or focused on one specific thing yet. You haven't really decided, have you? No. no. Okay. All right. I will tell you, Crystal, that when you do, it you're going to go out and get it. You've got that you've got that energy around you, but nothing's going to come to the fore right now because your energy and your focus is like is like spaghetti. You're just you're throwing it out there, and there's no laser focus. There's no there's no coming together of anything, and mm-hmm. until you do. Nothing's going to come your way. It's going to be more of the same. But I will tell you to take it to the bank. Guaranteed you have the energy of success to bring what you want to you once you decide what it is. I mean, you're going to say, I want to do this, and it's going to be right there. Mm -hmm. Okay? It's just a matter of focus. And look back. Look back over your life. You you've got this down. You know how to do this. Whatever it is you really want, you have the ability to bring to you. Right. Okay. This isn't going to be any different, darling. It'll happen as soon as you decide you're ready. Make sense? Mhm. And you know those differences between you and your mom? Yeah. They're not they're not bad. They're just differences. You know, she's got she spent a lot of years figuring out things for herself in her life. Okay? Mm-hmm. And they're just not yours. That's all. They're just mm-hmm. not yours. You 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 you're figuring out your own stuff. Mhm. Do you see anything as far as like relationship wise? For you? Yeah. You're not dating anybody right now, are you? Um, well, I'm starting to do the dating thing. I was seeing somebody for quite some time and just wasn't it was more like a circle. Although I yeah. really yeah. 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 Well, and that's part of of the thing where you're going. I mean, I see I mean, you're starting to do the dating thing again. The it's almost like a necessary evil, isn't it? I mean, you're okay mm-hmm. with the dating thing, but it doesn't. You're kind of like, oh God, the dating thing again. Yeah. Um, you really want. You're at a point in your life, Crystal, where you really want a a, a substantial relationship. So congratulations. Um. Same thing here, darling. Declare your intent. I want. I intend to have a relationship now. I'm ready for a relationship. 
Um, it's real interesting energy around you, Crystal, because there there actually is a move energetically for you coming up and a career change, business change, work change, and probably in place before the end of this year. And mm-hmm. as all of that occurs, um, you're actually with all of those changes, you're going to meet somebody and just in the natural process of those changes. So if you want to hit the dating scene right now, go ahead and hit it and have fun. Bless you. You know, mm-hmm. you, but there's a there's a really great energy if you want to capitalize on it, again, with the changes that you're contemplating doing. And frankly, darling, you're not going to sit on your hands and throw spaghetti at the wall much longer. It's almost like you've, you know, you've percolated long enough. You're ready to move. You're ready to get up and go and move on. Is is the energy around you? I guess because I still feel the last person I was seeing, there was like a huge bond with, but. A spiritual bond in a lot of ways too, but it was just it maybe not the right timing, or maybe it was just a lesson. Okay, can I have his first? You want me to look at him? Yeah, his name was Jerome. Okay, that's all you needed with a J or a G. A J. Well, darling, you two definitely did have a connection, a very special one. Um. You know, Crystal, we all have baggage, right? But some some of us, you know, you've done your work. Yours will fit up in the overhead bin. Jerome had a freight train behind him, and and he wasn't really doing any of his work um, or changing any of that or even paying attention to his issues. And so when you two come together like that, and it's meant to be, Crystal, I look at this, and you threw this guy on your back energetically and emotionally, and you carried him. I mean, you did all of his work for him. He never did anything. And when you got exhausted and you put him down, he said, no, I'm not going to do it. And he kind of traumatized a fabulous connection and and something that almost had the potential that a lot of times these things are meant to be crystal but what happens is when somebody takes their human experience some people call it free will when someone takes their human experience like Jerome and decides to live in fear of his of his past and his his experience rather than love or moving forward he traumatizes he traumatizes the relationship and that's what he did and and he literally if you believe in karma he literally raises his hand and says i i've changed my mind i want out i know we're supposed to be here i know we want to do this but i want out and he and he does everything to do that and then you stand up and you go are you kidding me mhm and so your choices are to leave the relationship, which you did, you know, it, which is hard. I mean, you still carry him in your heart, darling. Yeah. You know, e- even today you haven't completely let him go. Or two, you can stay with him. And if you stay with him, you fasten your seatbelt, 
you you get as strong as you possibly can and you put aside anything and everything you need as a human being in the relationship. Right. And you 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 know, and you you got tired and exhausted, you had enough confidence and esteem to say, "Nope, sorry, I have to go." Mm-hmm. So what happens, Crystal, is you know, all of your little angels and guides, whatever you believe in, they pin medals on your chest. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that doesn't feel really good because of your pain and your loss, but I will tell you that there always is uh, a better than. I really believe in a better than, and if you're open to it, if you really understand that there's someone out there that's better than Jerome for you, then you find them very quickly or they find you. Okay, Mm -hmm. let's be real clear. There's someone out there for you where you can have that connection you had with Jerome without his baggage. Right. But if you don't believe it, they can't find you. Mm -hmm. Okay, and that's why we go through decades never being satisfied again because we don't believe we could ever have that recreated. And I'm going to give you another one of my best-held secrets. These are funny because they're not really secrets. We spend all of this time, Crystal, wanting, figuring out who we want to attract. I want, please bring me, I want, you know. And we lose sight of the fact that we're fabulous. Mm-hmm. And you're fabulous, Crystal, and you have all of these wonderful qualities Okay, never, ever lose sight of the fact that someone's already out there looking for you and mm-hmm. attracting you to them. And that's part of this energy I see in this potential relationship that's coming your way. Someone's already out there, Crystal, looking for you. Will you believe he is there and let him find you? And if you do, it takes your light and turns it on almost like a, a lighthouse, like a beacon. And that's mm-hmm. how they end up finding you. Mm-hmm. Or you, can you don't see no hope for the other one? Jerome? Yeah. If you want the relationship exactly as it was, okay, you can have it. Now, he's off. This, is he the one with someone else now? Um, I believe so. With that okay, idea, okay, yeah. okay. Here's the thing, Crystal. And this I clearly see this. If you want that relationship with Jerome, I will tell you it's entirely possible for you. I will also tell you, Crystal, it's going to be a lot of work. Mm-hmm. And over a long period of time. Mm-hmm. So you would have to get incredibly strong, not that you're not, but you're going to redefine strength and perseverance, and you're also going to need to be patient because it's going to t- you're going to have to go back and work with him and actually carry the ball for a while until he's ready to come back. And here's why. He's the one with the fear, Crystal, not you. Mm-hmm. He's the one with the issues, Crystal, not you. And so he's the one that has to go at his pace because of his fears. 
and those fears have to be dissolved, which I'm seeing they could be over time. His fears would have to be dissolved. You would then have to almost begin again and reestablish a new relationship with him on his terms until he feels comfortable enough with you to start to let his substantial walls and guard down and frankly also I'm going to say probably get some professional help. Yeah, he's doing the professional professional help now. Like I guess I've I've helped him towards those steps. Okay. But I guess at this point, like things change so quick within that I don't even know how he feels. Sometimes I wonder, like that feeling I have is it just no, he's got the same. He's got, this is one of those mirrored connections. He's got the same feelings, Crystal. It's just that he's a very, very damaged individual in a lot of ways, and he needs some help. And it's going to take him a while to come back to almost even ground that you can have a relationship that you need with him. Mm-hmm. If you're willing to have the relationship on his terms while he is doing all of this work, then like I said, stay strong and be patient, darling, and good luck to you because it's your choice. But you do see a house move coming up because, I mean, I feel like with him I just got to let it go and if ever comes back together it will, but it's been like emotionally draining. And right now I think I've, it kind of consumes me. Right. Where it put me like so step back where I guess I feel like I don't even know which direction and this is just a relationship. Other than that, I have other life things going on as well. So I feel like it's, I've kind of done my dues with that. But I think what's right. scaring me now is that I have to I have to move out of my place by September and I'm not exactly sure where we're going. <laughs> Right. Well, there's definitely a move afoot. And part of it, Crystal, is, you know, again, yeah, you do have a lot going on. I look at you, and it's like a a whirlwind. Yeah. What is the most important thing you need to do first? Probably the move. What Mm -hmm. is the most important thing you need to do second? Probably decide on a career and money. Mm -hmm. Okay. What is the most important thing to do after that? Land a job and land a job and start working. What's mm-hmm. after that? About, you know, three right. to six months worth of good solid work so you're in the position nice and solidly. What's after that? Well, let's start to now see where Jerome is at. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess I wonder if there's just damage there with that because it's it's been a whole lot of a whole lot of stuff with him. Yeah. 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 Well, he's definitely got some things he's working on. I will tell you, he's working on them. Um, yeah, I, I can tell them, he is. I I see them taking a while though. They're very, very, very deep. And listen, Crystal, there's no judgment. other people right now? Pardon? You do see him dating and seeing other people? Oh, um, he's, he's got some female energy around him. I'm not going to tell you it's deep. I'm not going to tell you it's significant. Mm-hmm. But there's definitely some energy around him. 
You know, and Crystal, you don't, and this is my favorite saying, you don't have to make any decisions for yourself with him or about him by breakfast tomorrow. You do have to move. You know, you do have to decide on your career. I'd I'd recommend you think very highly about focusing on those for a while because those will give you and the rest of this energy around you, the rest of this transition, this change you're going through, the ability to settle down and get in its own nice mode because this is crazy making if you keep keep this world yeah. up much longer. And now I want it to go away. In the midst of it, well, it's, it's the not going to go away. Let me be really clear, and you don't have to be psychic to know this, darling. It's not going to go away unless you start to take it and prioritize it and do something about each one of these one thing at a time. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. It, if you don't do that, it will be like this a year from now, and you don't want that. You know, take your yeah. life, figure out what's the most important pieces, and start to put those in place for yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, and as you do that, you know, let Jerome do some of his work. See where he's at in about six months. This connection, yeah. you guys are still connected. You can see him a year from now and have a cup of coffee with him and still feel like you've never left, never missed a second with him. Yeah. Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, even with him, like when I first met him, I just, I didn't actually meet him but I just remember seeing him, and we both remember seeing each other. It was like one of those looks, and then a year later, I actually met him, became friends with him. So I know that there's, you know, there's, there's time that we need. To, he needs his time. I need my time. Right. I guess it's just hard. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you and look at it this way: you and Jerome are in the same book. I have a favor. I have a colleague who tends to say this: you and Jerome are in the same book. You're just on a. a a different page, a different chapter, actually, mm-hmm. right now. Right. right. What else, darling? Okay. Well, I guess, I mean, that's just it. I guess it's just okay. a whole lot of different things. Um, I do have health issues, though, uh, last week with my hip. Okay. And do you see my health being Okay. Yeah, I want to, again, I am not a medical doctor. My father wanted me to be one, and I rebelled. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't like blood, fainted at the sight of blood. Um, But I will will tell you it's going to be a bit troublesome, whatever's going on, for a couple of months. But, yes, going into the fall and the winter, uh, late fall, early winter, it, 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 seems like it's going to get better. I see you doing some things. Crystal, I don't know if you're going to. I would recommend always seeing a physician um, mm-hmm. who might have a regimen or something for you, but you're going to be doing things to make it feel better, whatever's going on. Yeah, I mean, I was wondering where I currently live now. Um, I found out there was mold, and I'm wondering if that had to do with why I feel like myself and my son, like, just we're not, we're not the last year or so, like, sinus problems, and now my immune system, I'm, I'm always fairly healthy. Yeah, well, 
again, get that checked out by the experts who can tell you if that's the case or not. I will tell you that the issues with your mom, your mother, the issues with Jerome, you know, probably weigh in just as as heavily on you. I yeah. mean, as as breathing in mold, darling. Yeah. The energy, the energy around you. Um, when I look at your energy fields, you know they're a little, uh, they're heavy. So to yeah. speak. They're heavy. They're dark. They're loaded with dirt and crap that could be, you know, you might think of. I look at your home, and it's almost like an energetic sponge that you know is filled with cobwebs and and dust bunnies and not that you don't keep your house clean i'm just speaking energetically and so if you were to you know do some work around that as well that that would help too but get the mold thing looked at so you uh, crystal when you have answers you know and you know more about what's going on you function better as a human being yeah so get some answers on all of these issues, both medical and, I don't know, an air tester, whoever does the stuff in your home, just to, if there's nothing there, at least it'll take your fears away or your concerns. Mm-hmm. Well, let us know how it goes for you, dear. All right. Well, thank you so much. You're welcome. Have a great night. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, there's always ways to go ahead and get, um, you know, get anything tested, water done, air quality. Uh, you can always call up health departments. Exactly. And, you know, um, I appreciate being asked all the time, Michael, about those things, but I don't know what I'd see even if I saw it. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I have certain areas that um, that's not my expertise. And, um, you know, it's like unless, of course, it's, you know, spirit is yelling something at me. Then I'm like, you know, just contact one of the experts and. <laughs> really. Yeah, because sometimes you know I will get you know loud answers like of a, of a no or a yes or it's like you know why are they worried. So, but uh, right. a lot of times, certain areas, you know, I'm like, mm, it's not my area of expertise, but um, I do know firsthand anything to do with uh, if you're worried about you know your water or mold or anything else, you can always contact your health department. Right. And a lot of times they'll come in, and that's part of their job. That's what you pay taxes for. They'll come in and uh, run tests and everything else for you. Right. Excellent. Good to know. Well, let's go ahead. We'll get time. We'll grab one more here. Okay. Let's talk to Susan in Delaware. Hello, Susan. Hi. Thank you for taking my call. You're welcome. How can we help you? Well, I'm kind of just wanting to know... Um, what you see going on for me as far as my career and, and health and everything. Um, kind of, you know, just not general, but, you know, just um, anything that you see coming up for me. Okay. Great. Susan, what do you do for a living? May I ask that? Uh, yes. I work at a bank. Okay. Um, 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 um. Right now, well, pardon my French, Susan. You you work hard, and you, you're. 
I mean, you do a good job, and so what you what you do at the bank, if you will, um, you know, pardon my French, but you're damned if you do and damned if you don't because you do. You go and you work, and Susan, you're not a problem. They, I mean, you know, there's mm-hmm. I don't see any water cooler talk around you. There's no right. gossip. I mean, you go and you work. Right. And so because of that, and because it's uh, because of the structure of the bank on their own. They're they're very reticent to move you out of what you do because it, it they're not going to replace you in like kind even if they move you up mm-hmm. even if they move you if there's a possibility laterally to something better mm-hmm. they know that put, getting somebody else in whatever it is you do in that position is is almost going to be impossible you do such a great job mm-hmm. so. If you really want to move and shake in the bank, you're going to have to put your own gas in the car and and tell you know continue to tell them, tell them it's time for a raise, tell them it's time for a promotion, show them why. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just don't see them naturally coming to you saying, Susan, you're doing such a fabulous job. We're going to automatically move you up here. Right. Not, right. not that you don't deserve it. It's just that they're uh, and not that you're not a valued employee. But when you look at the whole structure and system of the bank itself, the bank only cares about the bank and how much money the bank makes. Right. And so if they're listening to this, I'm sure they're not. <laughs> but it's, 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 so if you really want a change, now I will tell you, you are a very unique uh, employable commodity in the fact that you go and you work and you're proud of your work and you go there and you work hard and 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 you're proud of what you do and so if you even wanted to so there's a inside the bank you're in mm-hmm. it you're going to just have to put on some boxing gloves and make them understand that it, you want these promotions you know you're just going to have to work for what you you deserve Right. If you decide to go, and that's in your favor if you do that. Um, if you decide to go out and and move on and go somewhere else, there's a fabulous energy for success around you as well. It's almost like career-wise, Susan, mm-hmm. you've proven yourself, you've done your work, you know, angels and guides and energies are all there. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, success is here if you want it. Um, if Success is here if you want it. Whether you move, whether you go somewhere else, whether you stay where you're at, and like I said, you push them to push you up, it, it'll all happen. You will stay where you are at in what you're doing ad infinitum if you do nothing else. So if you just want the security of knowing you could be there as long as you want to be there, then just keep doing what you're doing without change. Okay, so I mean, you don't see, you don't see them. I mean, they're trying because they are getting rid of a lot of people, and that's that's the environment I'm working in right now, where it's just they're trying to find reasons to get rid of the people that have been there a long time, and that that's including me. Yeah, but there is also a trade-off I'm seeing, Susan, where they can't get rid of all of you mm-hmm. because they lose the experience and the knowledge of it. There's a part of me that sees you kind of like the survivor, the safe one. 
Right, right. Okay, and yeah, I know, yeah. You don't have to be psychic to hear how happy you are with that. <laughs> um, you know, so if if you know, if you wanted, like I said, there's a great energy of success September, October before up up until or before Thanksgiving. Frankly, even the first two weeks of December um, for you, if you want to change, if you want to go look and change, there's a lot of positive stuff, a wave of good stuff you could ride if you want to do that because, again, some of this unknowing is unsettling to you. Yeah. The other thing, Susan, is the 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 change that they're going through is, is chaotic. They're not... They're not handling it well, and of course, people don't like change, and there's a lot of fear there, right? Um, and and there's no explanation as to what's happening. There's no. It's almost like random drive-by, you know. It's like a. It's like ducks in a in a gallery, or mm-hmm. you know. And so, uh, the, even just the environment itself is troublesome and and a bit toxic to you. So be aware of that. Yeah, it, yeah, that's it's that's draining. Easy. You come, yeah, you come home at night exhausted. Yeah, yeah, and I'm trying to. I'm just really stressed out all the time, so I'm trying to find ways, you know, to get over to deal with the stress part of it. You know. Okay, one, get on top of it. Decide if you're going to stay the course and stay there. And and again, my favorite saying: not by breakfast tomorrow. Right. But start to feel like you're in charge. Decide if you're going to stay there, or two, if you're going to if you're going to look outside. Either way, Susan, you're at least going to decide and have your eyes wide open. Even if you decide to stay, empower yourself with that decision. That's the first thing that will help you. Okay. Because when you do, it's going to move you into the eye of the storm. Mm-hmm. And the hurricane and the craziness will be able to swirl around you, and you'll be where it's sunny and bright and calm and less affected by it. Okay. If you decide to stay in the craziness, it's your decision. Right. Rather than being buffeted around by it. If you decide to move on and start to look, then the craziness can swirl around you because you'll, you'll be exiting it. Okay. But, again, either way, it's your choice, and then the stress that's eating away at you. When you get stressed, you hold it in your cells almost. Mm-hmm. And, and your body starts to ache over, you know, is it more and more and more? And, I mean, you're just, it's like you're, you're wearing a, a, a woolen coat that's been soaked in, in mud. And, oy, 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 oy. It's not good for you. Yeah. I know, and that's that's what I'm concerned about. I've been having more problems. I'm starting to feel the stress on each point. You know, I'm just getting concerned of my health. Right, right, and that's what and that's what's not good about this situation. So, spend some time the next few days thinking about what's your best course of action. Make a decision for yourself. And you will notice that some of the stress will start to dissipate almost almost magically. Okay. And where do you can I ask you one other question? Do you what do you think um, the situation with my daughters right now? Um, do you need their names? 
Yes, each of their first names if you could. Okay, I have two older daughters, Kelly and Michelle. Kelly's the oldest. Okay, and Michelle. And Michelle, yes. Okay. Do you can you tell me if you see them starting to get on the right path yet, or? Um, Kelly's the oldest. Oh, Michelle's. Wow. How old's Michelle? She's a handful. Uh, she's, um, I think like 24 now. Okay. 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 Yeah. Okay. Uh, Michelle is still suffering, and it's not going to be much longer, but Michelle is still suffering from what I call the teenage principle. She will outgrow it, and that is, Susan, that she's confident in areas she should not be and she's not confident about herself in areas she should be. You got it. That sounds, yeah. And so because of that, life is, oh, my God, life is just a a big drama. Mm -hmm. And she's also waiting for life, life to solve itself for her so that she can just walk into it you know, like a little doll in a dollhouse. Oh, is this my life? Okay. Rather than cre- create it and craft it herself. Right. And so she will. Oh, you'll love me for this, Susan. Yeah. It might be. It might be another year or so, but mm-hmm. she will straighten it out. Okay. okay. And she's. You know, she's nobody's fool. By any stretch, she's just got to figure out, you know what, she just doesn't want to do the work. I'm not going to tell you anything you don't know. She just wants the easy road. Yeah, uh, that, that you hit it right on the nail there. I, I, okay. You think and, she's going to so, marry this guy now that... <laughs> well... <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We might be seeing the same thing. Good. Mm. You know, buy him a bottle of aspirin. Mm. He does love her. He does love her, but um, she'll, you know, she'll get it. She's her own. And the other thing, Susan, you, you've done a good job. She, you've told her, you taught her mm-hmm. to follow her own mind, darling. Yeah, she's. I she mean, is she, now. She's redefining that. Survivor. She's had to. I kind yeah. of had to force her out on her own because of the choices yeah. that she's made. Yeah, and, okay. Um, yeah. But That's now what okay. about Kelly? All right. Oh, boy, why so serious? Mm-hmm. Why so serious? What does mm. Kelly do for a living? Um, not, um, not really anything. Um, she's made a lot of bad choices herself. Um. That's okay. Uh, okay. She's, you know, the first thing that radiates out of her, part of the seriousness, is um, fear. Mm-hmm. She's made choices, but her mm-hmm. biggest choice, Susan, is yeah. to choose to live in fear of making more choices. Mm. Okay, so for example, you know, uh, Abe Lincoln lost, every election he ever ran for, Mm -hmm. except the one for president. (laughs) 
you know, duh, is that the only one that matters? Yes, you know. Um, Thomas Edison, if you wanted to really think about it, failed 9,999 times because the tungsten filament was his 10,000th trial for the light bulb, or so, mm-hmm. so the story goes. Okay, but Kelly's lost sight of that she thinks and if you read any biographies on edison he says they weren't failures they were eliminations right to get to the right answer and Mm -hmm. what kelly has lost sight of is is that entrepreneurial energetic spirit that those were just choices they weren't and some of the things she was even choosing on susan were goofy Mm mm-hmm you know, right. and and so when uh, and so because of all of that, she's like, well, you know, okay, I had Brussels sprouts or broccoli, and I didn't like either of them. I'm never going to try another vegetable. Now I'm, and I don't mean to trivialize her choices, but it's that simple. So literally, Kelly sat down and said, I am not going to live life anymore. Mm-hmm. Life is too hard. Life is too rough. Gee, I've tried these five things, and now I'm almost 30, and it hasn't worked out, and I'm done. Right. Yeah. So what she has to do, she, (sighs) Kelly's got to stand up and dust herself off and Mm -hmm. get some good old-fashioned, you know, American spirit and human spirit and say, well, okay, now it's my next step. Uh, is she going to do that? Yes, uh, Susan, mm. Susan, Susan. It's going to yeah. be a while. Yeah. It's going to be a while because she's going to have to be rocked a little bit to her soul mm-hmm. and shocked out of this. Oh, well, and uh, oh, God. Right now she's wrapped in a cloak of indignant, oh, woe is me. Mm. And she's wearing it proudly. It's almost like the duelers who used to have these saber scars across their cheeks. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a saber scar. I'm a hero. Mm-hmm. You know, she's she's got this this self righteousness. Like I tried and I failed. Oh, and she she's almost. There are times where she almost enjoys her misery. Yeah, I, I understand uh, Enjoys that. her. Enjoy. She's. Uh, it's comfortable. It's familiar. But yeah, and she she almost gets mm-hmm. um, attention from that familiarity. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's going to be a while, but I see her eventually standing up and throwing it off, going, "Had enough of this." Mm. Okay. But she's got to go through her journey that way and do it herself, darling. Listen, you need to let go any. Uh, Emotions, negative emotions, guilt, anxiety. With them. Yeah, you didn't do anything wrong, darling. You did a fabulous job. It's these people standing up going, really? Mom did too good of a job. Thank you. you. I I, I, I need, I I know, it's, I I have, like my boyfriend says this to me all the time, and it's really, because he's been there through it all, and it's just I've always had a hard time letting it go because my yeah. ex has a lot to do with some of the issues and the choices they made. Okay, okay. 
they're adults now, Susan. You did everything more. You did more than you could have done. Now they have. Now it's their work. It's never going to be easy for you to watch, but try to take as best you can your your negative emotions and dissolve them because it's now their it's their ball game, not yours. No, and see, I'm raising Kelly's daughter. I actually adopted her. Okay. And so. That's what's been really hard because I've had to close the door on Callie. Yeah. She doesn't understand. She thinks that yeah. she can see this child, but she can't. Yeah, um, exactly. She and she'll she'll eventually get it. Yeah. But it's gonna be a while yet. It's been hard. I mean, it's been hard on my on me too. And you know. Oh I mean, yeah. Yeah. In the door to to one child, it, it's very hard. But I have yeah, to do with. Now I'm focused on this child and. You know, and she's a good kid. I mean, she's seven years old, beautiful <clears throat> child. I mean, yes, she's a lot. She's been through a a lot. Yeah, I will tell you. What's her first name? Madison. Madison is very wise. Yes. <laughs> Madison is seven, going on forty-eight. Oh, definitely. That's and her. so, you know, she's she's yes. Yeah, fine and you're doing a fabulous job with her susan um yeah. you're guiding her very 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 well yeah i i i i learned a lot from the other two that's one okay. thing i'll have to say is she needs lots of love and just lots of patience and uh okay you know and to to build mm-hmm. her confidence because that's she does like that that in, she's okay. very insecure you know uh and she's also 7 yeah. yeah. You know, she'll she'll get it. She'll get yeah. it. She she's got a good sense of who she is. She's she's just uh, she loves music. I don't I don't know what she's going to be doing with it, but something to do. Yeah, with. just let her just let her revel in it right now. Yeah. I will. Well, let us let us know how everything goes, dear. All right. Well, thank you again. Thank you so much for taking my call. And blessings to both of you. All right. Blessings you too, to you, Jordan. Dear. All right. Thank you. So how can everyone get a hold of you for these phenomenal readings? Well, thank you. Michael, they can find me on my website, which is uh, com. They can also, Michael, and again, find me on Best American Psychic, Shea Parker's site. Wonderful website, and hopefully they'll be able to get a hold of you back here again soon. Well, you know, I appreciate being here. You, you, I'm always open to fabulous people and a time like I had tonight. Thank you very much, Michael. This was fabulous. You're very welcome, and thank you for a wonderful evening, and we'll talk to you again real soon. All right. Be well, Michael. Thank you, and you thank you for all your listeners. Thank you, dear. Good night. All right. Uh, don't forget, everyone, go ahead and uh, visit Joyce and uh, let her know that you're happy you know, with uh, the show tonight and appreciate it. Don't forget to uh, visit our website, BeTheLightMetaphysicalCenter.com. And until Thursday night, everyone, have fun, be good, and know that you are loved, because God loves you, and so do I. Good night, everyone.